it, baby. Let's see how you like a little shake, rattle, and roll. There's nothing to fear, cause Darkwing is here. The prince of the night, the duck of the gear. I am the terror that fights in the night. The baddest of good, the champion of right. I'm everywhere at once and nowhere. I'll again in my way and you'll take a fall. Before you fail, before you split, I'd like to play my biggest hit. Oh yeah! I'm never at rest till all the cakes are in jail. They're all scared of me, there's not one I can't nail. Never know where I'll fight, they never know where I'll be. I am the greatest from sea to sea. I put an end to all schemes and scams, cause I'm Darkwing Duck, that's who I am. I got a head, but ain't no screws in it. Welcome to the St. Canard Files. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and don't mess with me, you worthless punk. You stink like a skunk, your ship is sunk. <laughs> Mike, man, you be killing me with those, man. What we got going on today, Mike? Well, we got a special episode today. We are going to be reviewing Paradox, and um, we have a special guest on today. Oh, who's that? Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners may know her from our Facebook groups and other types of social media. Her name is Felicia Ann McNamara, and I'll put her on right now. She can take it from there. Go ahead. Hi, guys. You also know me as Gadget from Gadget Vlogs, as well as Legend of Traveling Tardis. So how's everybody doing tonight? Oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah. What's Glad everybody to have, else doing? Glad to have you on. Thank you and everything. You have the honor of being our first guest. Cool. Thank you yeah. on that. No <laughs> I can't wait to find out what's going to happen tonight, being the first guest and everything. Uh-oh. 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 Right? Yes. So, Gadget, how did you get into DW? Well, um, by accident, not really by accident, because I ended up finding out about it through the Disney Afternoon and the Mickey Mouse Club, and I would race home every day after high school to make sure I would catch it during that first premiere when it premiered in 1991 when they did it during the special and everything. And ever since then, I got hooked because he's that underdog that everyone knows if you are that underdog that you just keep getting up and moving forward. Right. That is okay. so true. Mm-hmm. Wow. High school. So both of y'all older than me then. I'm the baby <laughs> of the group. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So Gadget, uh, mm-hmm. who's your favorite villain from DW? Negaduck. Aha. Negaduck. And Why would that be? Because the Batman Joker scenario of Darkwing and Negaduck. Oh yeah? The polar opposites of each other, but at the same the same core. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I was your favorite they, episode? The one where they did Darkwing's birthday. And all right, the, the birthday cake they were coming out of and you had the opposite Goslin and the the other Goslin. Oh, life the negaverse and everything. Yes. Uh, that Ooh, was that was my cool. favorite too. That's that my favorite. Cool. <laughs> well, you had to see because it's like the way that they had you could see how the opposite affects everything and the negative and the positive and stuff. And right. I think, and I just couldn't I had to see Goslin through that because I really love her and I'm like, boy, they made her sick and he's sweet. <laughs> so I wanted <laughs> to see how they were because Darkin was like, Do I keep my Goslin or take this Goslin with me? I'm like what do we do? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's such a great episode. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike and Gadget, uh, tomorrow is the launch of Disney+. Plus. Are you guys excited? Oh, my oh. God. We get, I get to see everything. Oh, it's going to be great. Except for one episode, because they won't put it on there, but still. <laughs> we, all know that. we all know that episode. I like yeah. to say I'm shocked that it's not there, but honestly, I'm not shocked. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm really not shocked. Still, some so, people that find that very sensitive. Mike, are you gonna take the day off from work, or are you gonna just wait till you get home? Mm, you know what I think I'm probably gonna do? I'm probably gonna subscribe first thing in the morning just to get a very quick glimpse of what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to deal with the eight hours at work not knowing what's actually up there, honestly. Okay. Because I'm excited. Um, 
my Disney afternoon fandom doesn't begin or end with Darkwing Duck. I love all the stuff that was on Disney afternoon, and considering like 95% is going to be up there, that's um, that is not what I expected. I expected Goof Troop Whoa. and Ducktales, and that was it. Oh, that's how I got my namesake from Rescue <laughs> Rangers. Yeah, and that's that's going to be there. But mm-hmm. it's like I, you know, if I had to, if I was pressed a month ago and said, "What other shows do you think will be there?" I would have said DuckTales, I would have said, you know, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Gargoyles, and Darkwing, but the actual list is insane. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this list of shows that were from the Disney Afternoon era, mm-hmm. and there's 15 shows on this list. We've got Gummy Bears, DuckTales, The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, The Little Mermaid, Bonkers, Gargoyles, Timon and Pumbaa, Quack Pack, The Mighty Ducks, 101 Dalmatians, and Hercules. All of that. Wasn't Lilo Stitch going to be on there, too? But that was well, a Disney afternoon, right? Well, now we're moving into cable stuff. So, yeah, okay. they got Lilo and Stitch. They got, I think, Emperor's New School. They got the new DuckTales. Phineas and Ferb is there, obviously. Only a very small handful of shows are not going to be there. The only one that's shocking that is not there is the Aladdin show. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was trying to figure out because I was looking through the list. There's, there's got to be a reason why Aladdin's not there. Could it be the movie? It's possible that they don't want to show out because maybe they feel it kind of degrades the movie, perhaps, or maybe there's cultural sensitivity there. Who knows? Yeah. It's weird yeah. though. So gadget, are you are you going straight to Disney Afternoon DW, or are you going to look for some of the movies first, the first launch day? I want to see my Darkwing and my Rescue Rangers. That is my <laughs> first priority. I miss those guys. Well, and then well, Bonkers. <laughs> well, Gadget, you may be um, excited because when Rescue Rangers was um, put on iTunes and Amazon, it was mastered in HD. Uh, oh, I wow. Cry- that's why I was crying. I didn't have it at the time. Now that I have it, I'm like, oh, no, now it moved. <laughs> like, so oh, if they use the same HD prints, the show's going to look beautiful. I'm going to love that. Because I yeah. want to see the depth of that. Because that the colors, everything. Oh, in HD, in yeah. HD, it looks like it was made yesterday. Now, Mike, me and you are getting the bundle. Gadget, are you getting the bundle, or are you just gonna get Disney Plus? I'm not sure yet. I want to see the cost effect of it because that's where it is. But if it's just for my Disney afternoon, I'll just do that one. And okay. Yeah. Well, we watch a lot of shows on Hulu. For, we watch uh, a lot of ABC shows like The mm-hmm. Good Doctor and Fresh Off the Boat and The Goldbergs and. Um, Bob's Burgers, since now that's technically a Disney show, we watch that too. So Hulu is going to be important to us as well. So we have to Mm -hmm. get the bundle. But as far as what I'm going to do as soon as I subscribe is go right to a couple of Saturday morning Darkwing episodes. I want to see how that sinking feeling looks for Mm -hmm. the first time. Like For the first time, I'll get to see it as something other than a really terrible VHS quality copy with a Toon Disney bug in the corner. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even have I didn't even have Toon Disney in the corner. I have the original VHS without that on it. Wow, but that must not look all that great either, considering it's almost thirty years old. Mm, yeah. Kept them in cold storage. My <laughs> yeah. uncle worked, my uncle worked at the video store, so I learned how to keep them in mint and everything. Mm. I pulled them out. They're still pretty good. Knock on wood. But this is going to be the best the show has ever mm-hmm. looked, regardless. That's why I want to see that HD on it and everything. Yeah, and you mentioned Bonkers. Yes. And that's the second thing I'm going to see. I want to see just how many episodes actually make it. Yeah, because of the controversy with those. Yeah, because I, I mentioned to Will a while back, at least two or three Bonkers episodes were pulled as early as 1995 mm-hmm. after the Oklahoma City bombing. Because yep. Bonkers includes a lot of um, yeah, mad bombers and terrorists and stuff, and that stuff you're not getting away with right now. And <laughs> um, a lot of Bonkers episodes are sensitive stuff, and... I'm. I do not believe if Hot Spells isn't there, I don't think all 65 Bonkers episodes are going to be there. But the fact that yeah. Bonkers has never gotten an official release and is really, a, I thought it was a show Disney was going to bury. The fact that it's there at all is pretty amazing. Well, that's like the Gargoyles episode. They had to take out the blood so that you could show it when she got shot. By shot. One. Yeah. Yeah, when she got shot. So that's why I'm wondering which one they're going to show on Disney Plus. Are they going to show the original or are they going to show the edited? Yeah, I'm also wondering that about the original DuckTales. All the um, iTunes oh. and Amazon copies were, like, terribly edited, but mm-hmm. the, DVD, the DVD that came out last year was not. 
Um, that was complete, but the versions on iTunes and Amazon are really chopped up. So yeah. I, I hope the ones on Disney Plus are the unedited versions because I won't be too upset because I, I, I own them on physical media, but it would still stink. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff to watch. If you're someone like me who's going to marathon these shows, <laughs> yeah. there is a lot of content. I know I'm going to show my daughter the entirety of the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, you have to. It's so cute. I love that when I was younger. And I know my wife is going to want to watch Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. that series. So there's a lot to watch here. I've never I've never marathoned Gummy Bears because I don't own all of it because the DVDs are incomplete. So I'm going to do that. So there is this is going to be crazy. And then we haven't even gotten to the movies yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, now, Gadget, wait, uh, will Song of the South be on there? No. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> beautiful. That's <laughs> that never going to happen. Or, or the original version of Fantasia with Sunshine? That's not oh, happening. Oh, yeah. That I would love to see again. Yeah, that's not happening. But, no. uh, yeah, uh, Gadget, I'll be also getting the bundle. Uh, I'm not familiar with Hulu. I've never had Hulu before. But I'm a sports junkie, so ESPN Plus is a must for me. Uh, Mike's not into sports, but I, I'm a big-time sports junkie. So, yeah, I, I got to get the bundle. A- yeah, having a channel I'll never watch is a small price to pay for everything else I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a dollar for the the additional one. If yeah, you combine that, the other two, yeah. I wish you could. Work. Yeah. So tomorrow, that's it. Yep. That's, that's launch day. That's that's popcorn and soda and turn off the phones day. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, before we get into Paradox, I, I wanted to drop a shout out to Jonathan Beltran. Man, he's been very active in our group. He's very active with the podcast and. Uh, you know, I just want to give him a shout out, man. And I appreciate all the love you've been giving us, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, Thanks, Mike, Jonathan. You, yeah, Mike, you have any shout outs you wanted to drop out there? Um, Not at the moment. I think that was the best possible one you could have done. So um, I think we're good. Okay. All right. So let's move on to Paradox. Uh, Mike, anything you want to mention, Gadget, before we really not don't give no spoilers yet, but anything no. you want to mention about the episode? No? Okay. Well, Go ahead, Mike. Um... No, it might be a spoiler. It well, might let be me a spoiler. get let me get the basics out of the way here. Yeah. Because right, this, this is going to be really simple here. Um, original air date, Thursday, September 19th, 1991. It was 30th in production order, so it's a little bit of a later episode, which is great. Um, story editor was Kevin Crosby Hops again and written by Doug Langdale. And it was animated at Sunwoo once again. So we're back with Sunwoo. Animation's pretty good. Nothing great. It's Sunwoo. There's nothing really more I'm going to say about the animation on this one. Um, There's but that's one it. thing I did like about the animation, and it's toward the end. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll get to I'll get to that mm-hmm. part when we oh, get there. Oh, there's one part toward the end. Yes, I think we're yeah. all in agreement. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> all right. So when we get to that part, I think we're all going to go talk about and brag about that scene you know yeah uh, it's a yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> good episode but the last five minutes just totally drives it over the top mm-hmm. all right so the episode starts off they're at a garage it's a shush hideout mike go ahead okay one thing i wanted to point out i noticed in this episode both the garage and the um royal records later in the episode have either of you noticed a lot of buildings and darkwing duck have canopies that make it look like a duck bill <laughs> yeah. somebody, somebody tell me that that wasn't had to have been intentional this what? gas station has this big you know canopy over it that looks just like a big duck bill mm-hmm. it had to have been intentional right well okay the theory that it was a pun in a pun well this show has some great uh background artists so i am not surprised mm-hmm um, so yeah, let's get our plot going. They pull up in front of this gas station in their blue station wagon. They are very consistent with that. And um, Darkwing's delivering a special package to Shush. And uh, it's funny. Did either of your parents ever give you the walk 10 miles in the snow to school story yes. when you were a kid? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Goslin's been hearing that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, right over there was my house. Guys, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yep, I love that part. <laughs> she so, called him out on it. <laughs> yeah, and um, so he tells her to wait in the car so nothing happens. And you actually, Felicia, you quoted this line to me a few days ago. Mm-hmm. When Goslin says, what kind of person do you think I am? What does Darkwing say? Need I remind you about the floral wax, peanut butter, and my VCR? It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that look of like, okay, yeah. You know, much like the pig in the boy's bathroom from Darkly Dawn's the Duck, these things are just left to your imagination, but I'd love mm-hmm. to see what that looked like. So what happens next? Uh, teddy bear shoots some dark guns at Darkwing. Yeah, and um, who's holding that teddy bear? We get a first appearance in this episode. Cerebellum. Cerebellum, <laughs> who is introduced as if we already know who she is, mm-hmm. because this is not her first episode. Nope. And who, who is she voiced by, Mike? She is vo- voiced by Jody Carlisle. Um, my notes say she got her start in 82. Um, interesting mix. A lot of cartoons, lots of live action. She's still active, but mm-hmm. mostly doing live action parts. Not a lot of voiceovers anymore. Um, and everything she's done really have been bit parts. So I don't have much more to say. I like her voice for Sarah Bellum. Um, this isn't her best episode, but... Anybody remember remember what her technical first episode was? Oh God, it was a while ago. Was it uh, was it the Justice Ducks? No, it's uh, it's Heavy Mental. Oh, <gasps> that's right, that's yeah. right. With the Norma Ray and you guys. Right. And I noticed something for the first time yesterday when Goslin sneaks into the uh the, the secret hideout. The Norma Ray from Heavy Mental, the device that gave Launchpad psychic powers, is right there. She walks mm-hmm. right past it. Because I was oh, looking wow. at it, I was like, wait a minute, why is that sitting on there if they're in the, the hideout? It's, isn't it supposed to be in the in the actual agency? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't not- I didn't notice it at first. I haven't noticed it for years, and I didn't. I'm like, what is that? I have to know what that is. And I thought of all the super weapons on this show. I'm like, it's not the Tron Splitter. It's not this. It's not that. And I'm like, the Norma Ray. And I went and got the episode. I checked it out. I'm like, oh my god, it's in there. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. They added that in the background. So, um, so. What is Darkwing delivering? A puka, a polka cassette, right? A relic. Yeah. A relic. A relic now, yeah. <laughs> you needed a superhero to guard Oompas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. And what's the invention that they've uh, created? What do they make? A time, time machine. machine. This is our first time machine episode, our first time travel show, mm-hmm. of which there are a few. Oh God! Um, <laughs> and just to briefly mention, Jay Gander is in this episode. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Jay Gander's there too. Yes, thank you for mm-hmm. no Grizzly Cough though. Yeah, no Grizzly Cough. Mike really likes Grizzly Cough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's only I one episode with three of them. I give them hell. <laughs> yeah, too much. There's too much already in this episode to stick Grizzly Cough in there. Yeah, as funny as it would have been. Yeah. So uh, we get the uh, we get the time you know the time machine which looks like a what golf cart it's even got a golf bag with golf clubs sticking out of it i love that part because where someone sort of pops up from (laughs) yeah and uh goslin's hiding in there he doesn't know it though and uh what does he mistake it for what does he mistake uh, the original for oh wasn't it um refrigerator refrigerator right Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was the best part he's like oh i always like like like, no that's the refrigerator (laughs) the golf cart (laughs) <laughs> and so Darkwing starts playing with the golf cart, and what happens, Mike? They time travel. And, yep, they, um, they pass a World War II plane, the pyramids in Egypt, a dinosaur. Yeah, T-Rex, <laughs> and then uh, Goslin pops up, and, uh, you know, Darkwing discovers she's stowing away. And, uh, oh, for the record, uh, this is our first episode with no launch pad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there aren't, you know what, there aren't a lot of Darkwing and Goslin episodes where it's just the two of them. That's actually kind of surprising when you think about it. You would think there were more, but there really aren't. And honestly, I love it when the two of them are together without Launchpad because it really lets the Goslin and Darkwing play off each other. I think he's the bumper between them when they, you know what I mean? Like Launchpad is their bumper. Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's actually a really perfect way of putting it. But I love it when he's not there because they really have to interact together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like of all the episodes we reviewed so far, like this is like Goslin's crystallized in this one. Like she's perfect. She breaks the fourth wall. She does break the fourth wall. The Darkwing's not the only one who does that. Mm-mm. There so was a funny thing in the car when she did that. <laughs> she looks right at the audience. Mm-hmm. So they end up back in time, just like Marty McFly. Yep. Same decade, too. Yep. Now the scene, now the scene that opens up where they end up reminds me so much of American Graffiti, man. It mm. really does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, 
even as a kid, I was like, I was tricked. Goslin goes, it looks like we're in prehistoric times. I'm like, oh, are they? <laughs> I'm like, nope, nope. It's the 1950s. Nope, nope. Because mm-hmm. 50s nostalgia was pretty big back in the 80s and early 90s for sure. Yeah. I think out of, I think I don't think we're in 50s nostalgia anymore. I think we're in 80s nostalgia these days. But um, yeah, back then all TV shows, cartoon shows had 50s flavored theme songs and happy days was still on the air so this i totally get 1950s we get hot rods and guys in leather jackets and we meet little drakey little drakey mallard and he is the biggest wuss you'll ever meet (laughs) i love what she said about him like like that's you goslin can't help picking on how much of a wuss drake is She reminds Darkwing over and over. Mm-hmm. Like, she just has to knock him down a little bit. I mean, he does need that from time to time. But um, kudos to Jim for doing that annoying little kid voice for Drakey. I was shocked when he said that he actually did that. I thought they edited, like, I had somebody else come in to try to copy Jim. But when he no, said he no, did that, I was no shocked. No matter what has to happen with Darkwing's voice, whether it has to be deeper, more childish, uh, sweeter, it's always Jim. Mm-hmm. And he's he's just amazing. And um, we also get Lamont, mm-hmm. little Lamont, and Lamont um, was voiced by Candy Milo, and um, she was another uh, voice actor started in the '80s doing live action, uh, voice acting in the '90s. Uh, among the characters you guys might remember that she voiced was um, Sweetie from Tiny Toons. Yep. Uh, she was the mom from Cow and Chicken. Lots and lots of characters from Cartoon Network shows. Honestly, mm-hmm. she did a lot of work for Cartoon Network. But um, what I think, to me, she's most infamous for is replacing Christine Cavanaugh as the voice of Dexter on Dexter's Lab. That was a miracle. Like I was like, she's that close. That was perfect because that it was, was sad that day. It wasn't the best fit. I can't think of anybody else who could have done that voice aside from Christine. But Candy Milo gave it her all. She tried. You're not going to get that raspy or anything, but you're going to get close to it. That's the thing. No one can get Christina's voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's because Christine Cavanaugh retired super early. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even... the situation. They don't know. They won't say what the whole situation was. She retired from Chucky. She retired mm-hmm. from Dexter, and she just she was done. Mm-hmm. And um, she recorded as Dexter for like two or three cartoons when they rebooted it, and then she was gone, and they got Candy Milo to voice him instead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Candy Milo. That's Lamont. And um, so they're part of a gang that for some reason Drakey's a part of. I don't really get it, but he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they are, what are they doing? They're robbing a, a record store. Store. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, uh, well, Goslin's La- with- La- well, Lamont is bullying Drakey and DW oh, tries to interfere, but God right. tells That's him he can't, you know, and it reminds you of change. what movie? Oh, wait. wait. Oh, okay. sorry. Because of her line that she says, and I know I love that line. It'll change, said, the, it'll change the future, and we're the future. Scary, I'm, don't know. <laughs> yeah, again, right to the audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. and again, that's when she does the, the fourth wall break, and I swear, if it, you, it, I think they must have got the idea for Deadpool from this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I swear, well, she breaks that wall every time in this thing. And it was really crazy, because Disney shows did not do that before Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, you know, which makes the show special. So, yeah, of course, we've got our Back to the Future time travel rules. Don't change yeah. the past because she'll screw up the future mm-hmm. so darkwing cannot intervene even though a robbery is happening right in front of them <laughs> and uh, we meet the king oh god i'm, I'm oh, not god. a fan of him but keep yeah, going i'm, not, I'm yep. not either just a really he's like trench rot level minor villain um so he's voiced by patrick Pinney, who i did i don't i know very little about um started voice acting 79 he's still active mostly minor roles and speaking of minor, we got a very minor villain in the king, and uh, I guess he works for the episode, but I, I've never been a fan. Do you think they chose the Elvis impersonation because of their childhood? That's who they grew up with? Because I'm I don't... sure it had to be because of the decade, everything. But the, the time with the music, because the, the, the guitar's named, uh, you know, the Lucille. guitar name, yeah, but it's based Lucille. on on Lucille. Mm-hmm. Or Cecile, or one of the ones. What well, was you, it that that was from Elvis? I I don't know. I'm not, I don't know that either. But speaking but, of Elvis, this is something I've noticed a few years ago watching this episode. There's two or three times when a character specifically says he's not the real king. Drakey <laughs> says it. 
And then mm-hmm. later Darkwing says, we'll show that phony you can't make fun of the real king and get away with it. Right. In both those instances, you do not see the character talking. It's mm. I'm positive it's ADR. ADR is additional dialogue recording that they usually add after the episode is finished. I think they were covering their bases by pointing out, no, this guy is not Elvis. Elvis is a state. Don't sue us. Right. That's, that's what, Yeah, they had to. Because Drakey yeah. and Dark both say it, and in both times they say it, you do not see them. They're not talking in the shot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that had to have been added later just to cover themselves legally. My own, that's got to be it, because otherwise I don't see I don't see a reason for those lines. But obviously this guy is supposed to be a spoof on Elvis. I mean, yeah. Okay, so the king starts playing the song while the robbery's going off. A decent song. Yeah, it's a decent song, and yeah, got nothing on what's coming later, but decent song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then DW interferes. What happens? And the goblin pulls him away again and says, What are you doing? <laughs> Darkwing goes, You can't you... hit him with the gas gun. You can't hit him with the gas. <laughs> Pretend you never saw us. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was and... when he said that part. <laughs> Anybody notice the um the record store owner when he's threatening him? Yeah. Like was... doesn't he doesn't he look like he belongs on Tailspin and not Darkwing Duck? That's what I was trying to figure out because I'm saying I know that character from somewhere and I was like He looks like he's Baloo's um teacher in that episode where he needs to get his license. That's what I'm thinking because it was like there was something about the familiarity of it. You know, the guy who tries to make him do his alphabet every time he gets in the plane. I'm pretty sure that's the same character model because characters don't look like that on Darkwing Duck. Mm-mm. And it it just interest it just interests me, you know. I'm one of those people who are like, "Hmm, I wonder." Um, Did y'all so, notice yeah. though that uh, Darkwing though, when he tried to interfere with the robbery, he knocked over Drakey with with the door? Oh my God! Yeah, he went right into the wall. Yeah, <laughs> he went straight into the wall. <laughs> oh poor Drakey. Yeah, that poor kid is like you know what I mean, and he was like, but he still got up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Drake, Drake, Drakey better learn to live with pain. That because is. that's gonna be his entire life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Mike, they uh, Goss and uh. DW, they go back in the time machine and they travel back to the present. What happens? Well, there's no shush hideout anymore. It's just a garage. And Bellum and Hooter have crazy 50s hairdos mm-hmm. and they're just mechanics. So something's wrong. Yep, and, it's and no longer their present. Un- and he's thinking they're undercover and everything. But they're not. He tries mm-hmm. to even rip their hair off and it just won't come off. He's like, okay, what's going? Like he's like trying to figure this out. We know Goslin's just sitting there looking like, what is going on? Hiding out in the back. Yeah, he tells Goslin to stay still because he's he doesn't he still doesn't want to mix uh, his business and his personal life. So he Goslin right. isn't getting involved. Um, so then, who should shows up but a big fancy limo? No, the horn because he goes the what of where? Oh, I love that line. I even wrote it down. The King mm-hmm. of Saint Canard. The what of where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah so this limo shows up and this is where we know they're really spoofing elvis because we get oh, yeah. fat elvis over here yep that like, was like oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. it's like yeah what do they call those elvis cybers mud chops or something mud chops and yeah. then they say what is he doing here and then Gosling says what are you doing here and yeah you see adult drake who's just as big a wimp <laughs> wearing the same outfit he wore when he was a kid yeah and uh, he's an even bigger wimp now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so he's, I guess he's here to collect taxes. You know, and uh, he, he steals their money and he's, he breaks the windows in their cars. And, mm-hmm. uh, and this time Darkwing wants to interfere. Like, he's done. He's yeah. got to do something about it. So we get an entrance. We finally get a Darkwing entrance. And this one is, I am the cloud that rains on your hip parade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it when they're relevant. Rains on your hip parade. That's just great. <laughs> and um, so this is where I think I feel like this guy should not be a threat. He should not be intimidating, but he's he's able to he's able to stop Darkwing by trapping him in some tires and almost drops an engine block on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that was like yeah. I feel like this guy should not be like this. This is too easy for Darkwing. It should not be that easy to trap him like that. Um. But then we got Goslin hanging out in the golf cart. Any last requests? Yeah, how about some polka? Mm-hmm. And you and see she, the thumbs go up. 
<laughs> and Goslin looks right at the audience and just yep. slowly presses the button, like, check out what I'm going to do. Yeah. That was so many fourth wall breaks just in that up to that point alone. I was like, okay, what else is she going to pull? And I love it that it's all from Goslin, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it when she does it. And uh, so the the time machine starts jumping around, going, you know, pretty good animation on that time machine, jumping around, bouncing everywhere, jumping on the floorboards and knocking the king out of the way. And um, so they get back in the time machine and they have to set oh, everything wait, right. His hair was pulled off. No, that's later. That's later. No, the um, they pulled it. Remember, it, the, the, he had the gray hair. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Went, that must have went by so fast. I missed it. Was it was very fast when they did it and everything. His hair came right off. Oh, okay, I missed that one. Foreshadowing, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> you know they do a lot of foreshadowing in Darkwing. They do, and jokes always come back. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the show. Well, we have one of the better writers on this episode, Doug Langdale. He's a terrific oh, writer. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, like I said, a bunch of episodes back. He's the best Megavolt writer, bar none. And, um, yeah, he's great on this one, some great writing. So they have to go back in time to set everything right now. So that they do. But they got up a little bit too late, though. And get yeah. run over. <laughs> Both of them get run over. Mm-hmm. Even Goslin. Yeah, they, the thing goes right across them, and then they say, minor setback. <laughs> oh, I love it when Darkwing says that. Yeah, so then who does Darkwing go uh, approach, uh, Mike? They go to approach Drakey. And, uh, well, Goslin really approaches him. Because, hi, uh, Drakey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Goslin, and this is you. I mean, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> And Drakey loves his Super Pig. Oh my God! Everything about Super Pig from this point he's, on. He's obsessed with Super Pig. Mm-hmm. Are you more powerful than a locomotive and able to to leap tall buildings and stuff? Well, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when his bravado just the holes get poked in it and he's just deflated. Um, so he asks him where the king's hideout is. Oh right, so they go and check it out. They go scope it out, and um, they <laughs> Drakey blows their cover with the bubble gum, oh, which comes, which comes back, <laughs> yep. foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And um, even though they end up crashing into some boxes, they get away. And but the king is really aggravated now; he's pissed. And then he makes and, himself uh, a mess. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, he goes. That duck is cruising for a bruising. And strums that guitar, and whoop! There go the rest of the boxes. Yep. Now he's mad, so they want revenge. So Darkwing's trying to teach Drakey how to be a hero. Yeah, the training begins. Not very good at <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when he kicks him in the chest, Ooh. man, that looks like it hurts. Knocked the wind out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very just effective, fine. Just fine, very effective just kick. <laughs> but then Lamont shows up. Yeah, and Drakey's like, hi-ya, and Lamont backs off immediately. And he yeah. said he asked him if he wants to join them knocking down uh, Royal Records that night. And Drakey's like, no, superheroes don't join gangs. But um, yeah, they're just setting them up. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a trap. And then they end up in the Royal Records scene, right? Yeah, and I I love it's 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 so funny now it's how favorite, uh, it's my spoiler line in there. Hmm. It's my spoiler line in there. Basically, records they're just big uh, CDs, right? Yeah, they're just big CDs, right? (laughs) CDs? What are CDs? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So they climb up to the top of this giant record player. Like, of course, there's a giant record player because it's Darkwing Duck, you know? It's Mm -hmm. a show that has a giant uh, mop ringer and a giant vacuum cleaner. Why doesn't, like, why not a giant record player? Yep. Um, So, but it's a trap. And uh, so the the king shows up in Lamont and his two goons. and they, they throw, what do they throw on Darkwing and Goslin? Is it a, a is drum it a, and a saxophone? saxophone. Yeah. Sax, oh, I thought it was a tuba. No, saxophone. Because remember, he uses, he uses remember? Uh, oh, okay. I don't, don't want to spoil it yet. I don't want to spoil it yet. Okay, so yeah. they. um. That's where he got that special gift. So Darkwing and Goslin are incapacitated. They can't help. And Darkwing drops his gas gun. Yeah, and the, and the record's Drake, about to crush Drake, them. And Drakey's hiding in the corner because he don't know yeah. what to do. They're going to crush them with a giant record, yeah. Um, so Drakey needs to do something. Like, what would Super Pig do? <laughs> Forget about Super Pig. What would Darkwing Duck do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. So what does he Let's do? Let's get dangerous. 
<laughs> what does he do? He puts the bubble gum in the in the gas gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Love shoots it. it right at the handle. Yep. So that's it. They're How saved. How gum did he chew? Did you see that? It's <laughs> a lot of gum. He only had a little bit <laughs> in his mouth, and I was like, wait a minute. But when you're okay. like a kid, you're like, I don't care as long as they get saved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Mike and Gadget, uh, at this point, there's no longer Drakey. We get a Drakey Mallard now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a... And he has his own intro. And he puts his shirt above his head and hat <laughs> down and everything. Yeah, like I, am the, I am the toddler who naps in the night. <laughs> I love <laughs> that one. And the king goes, the what? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid line, really. I am the toddler that <laughs> naps in the night. <laughs> the what? Um, and he pulls off his hair. Mm-hmm. And he pull, uh, he pull, he goes, they're running after him to get it. Mm-hmm. While Darkwing's trying to get free and everything. Yeah, and then um, Drakey throws a toupee, and he jumps after it, and he crashes, and Darkwing grabs the guitar. And Here we go. And the, the best ever yeah, this, spoiler in the world. Uh, this is such a great sequence. I, I have I, this on audio cassette. I made sure to record that. I, I did, too. I There was a time I was making my own MP3s. Um, and I did, I made an MP3 of this song and I, I still play it. Like my daughter loves it. Um, I used to take an old stereo and have it hooked up to my black and white TV and I would record all the episodes. Yeah, I would do that too. Like I had the little, the Goslin's lullaby. I did, I did it that way. Oh all the my God. Rest mm-hmm. your head, little girl blue. Yeah. I had that on a cassette for a long time. Now I have them on my iPod. I still use an iPod cause I have all my music on it. Me too. Um, so yeah, this song. And like, the animation is amazing, I think, yeah. on this part. The, the Sun shadow. Woo. Yep. Sun Woo really did a good job with this. Usually, like I've been saying for a while now, they're not a terrific studio, but that's just they handle this so well. Mm-hmm. But like, it's also little, little Drakey and Goslin in the background and everything while they're singing too. They're they're playing instruments. It's in the shadows. Yeah, it's just that this was so one, good. This one scene with all three of them in silhouette on the surfboard. Yeah, that's like the that's, best. Oh, it's beautiful. Just the way he's drumming the guitar and they're dancing on the surfboard. The scene goes by so fast, but I could I could probably just watch that on a loop. It's so well done. But just there's so much cleverness in the visuals, like Darkwing just snapping into the shot. They hit them with a two by four oh, a shot toward the end with all, with all the Darkwing faces spinning around. Mm-hmm. And I love that bit with the piano. He throws a dynamite inside of it. Yeah, yeah. that was that was I like, like it looked like Looney Tunes at first like, when, I, when I see that. Sun yeah, Wu had a few animators who were really good, mm-hmm. honestly. They were they, they had some good animators, and this scene is – it is also not just the animation. It's well-staged. The layouts are great. The backgrounds are great. Everybody knew this was going to be a cool scene. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even mentioned Jim singing. I know, right? Like, Nobody <laughs> even, no one even – like, when you talk to people, they're like, he didn't sing that. I said, yes, he did. <laughs> well, that Jim- was him. Well, Jim sang a lot of Jeremy Irons' lyrics during Be Prepared. Yep. And he sang for Christopher Lloyd almost the entire song in Anastasia. Mm-hmm. When you need someone to take over vocals, you get Jim. He's, like, the best when it comes to it. And it's, like, he's so good that every Disney afternoon show, when they wanted to give a character a song, whether it be Fat Cat or Don Carnage, mm-hmm. they gave it to Jim. Now, and- Mike... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. It's just like a, it's just a great song, and Jim just gives it like 110%. Now, when the song ends, he, he's sliding with the guitar. Isn't that part in the theme? Yep. When he strums the guitar, that's mm. in the theme song. Okay. We're mm-hmm. getting to... We're getting to and uh, anybody got a broom? I love that. <laughs> anybody got a broom? <laughs> oh, it's just... It's a great way to end the song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great... This, this one scene, the episode is decent. But I don't think I would think as highly of it if that song wasn't in it. That's true. I'll give you that. I mean, it's an important episode. I would see it as a like you know that bumper where you know how that you know maybe high episode, your low episode. This would be like something to fill in a gap. Right. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense for the new one because I'm looking at it as Drakey grew up. You see what I mean by idolizing Darkwing, even though Darkwing is him. Right. right? What did the new Darkwing do? He used to watch Darkwing. And he said the same thing. I keep getting up no matter who bullies me, no matter who, you know what I mean? I'm going to be yeah, strong. Because the new dark, the new Drake was bullied when he was a yep. kid. 
So, yeah, that that is very true. Um, Mm -hmm. It just shows how much the producers of the new DuckTales do love Darkwing Duck. Lots of people Mm -hmm. say, oh, they don't care. They don't love Darkwing Duck or DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, BS. They they love they love their baby. That's their baby. They love these shows. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, and okay, so Leia, back back. They (laughs) he the he does the sliding guitar scene, Mm -hmm. and then the king and his gang are captured. Mm-hmm. And Drakey gets to shine a little bit at the end. Well, he's not trying to shine, but the police officer is giving him the shine. And but he he looks to give credit to somebody. Yeah, he wants to give credit to Darkwing, but Darkwing's not there. And then and, Goslin. Uh, by the way, the uh, police officer is a pig. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. the pig from the um, Darkly Dawns the Duck? It looked like him, man. A little bit. They might have reused the model. It's possible. Mm-hmm. And um, so. But of course, the big question is, if a duck in a mask and cape helped Drake as a little boy as a, when he was a kid, mm-hmm. wouldn't he remember? So they I have to. When she says that, <laughs> they have to address it. Mm-hmm. They absolutely have to address it, or else the episode fails. Mm-hmm. You gotta address it, and Darkwing's like, "Well, I just have a photographic memory." We now, where did memory part? <laughs> and it's yep. right, and it's right behind him. Dad. <laughs> and there's. A musical sting, like a quick guitar riff like that a, Darkwing, uh-huh, uh-huh. A, a Darkwing reacts to, as if to say, "Yeah, I screwed up on that one." Like they, the right, like Doug Langdale, he knows that this episode would make no sense without that last joke. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and honestly, I think you guys know this. Tad Stone says, "Don't take any origin story at face value." You know, he's had so many origin stories, it's hysterical. He, he says, "Don't. None of them are canon." He no. says. Neither this one nor Clash Reunion even. He's like, do not. They're not canon. It doesn't the matter. Superman version one. Sorry if I copyright. But oh yeah, the, from we, another planet. Darkwing the, from another planet. The secret origin of Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Which is so insane. How can you possibly take that one seriously? That's why I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait till we get to those later episodes, honestly. Um, but yeah, you're not supposed to take Darkwing Duck seriously. But that last joke, that just yeah, that was good. That makes the episode that great way to end. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate this one a lot more now than I did when I was a kid. I've really grown to enjoy it. Okay. So Mike wrapping up Paradox, how many gas gun canisters do you give this episode? I'm going to give it three and a half, which is a little higher than my average. But mm-hmm. I think the fact that it, you know, shows a possible origin for Darkwing it's a really good Goslin and Darkwing episode. Like the characterizations are great. And that final song is amazing. So three and a half. Okay. Uh, Gadget, how many gas gun canisters are you going to get this episode? I was going to say four because of the song that was rocked. And everybody who ever had a cassette recorder played that every day. And <laughs> the way Goslin breaks that fourth wall, I was just like, I love it. I wish they would have done more fourth wall breaks than anything, especially yeah. the two of them. Okay. I'm going to give it three gas gun canisters. Um, I love the time traveling. I love Jay Gander. Uh, I love the goss and, you know, breaking the fourth wall, the musical and the animation on that musical scene is just amazing. But I hate the enemy, the villain. I I can't stand this villain that much. And I, I'm going to get more into that when we give our scores for the villain. But the villain was is what takes it down a lot for me. So I got mixed feelings on this one. I'm like 50-50 with it. Like, I like half of it, and then the other half, the villain just destroys it for me. But, uh, Mike, how many gas gun canisters are you going to give the king? Okay. Um, who, how many did I give Trench Rot? One? I think you gave him a one and a half, maybe? Okay, I'm going to give the king two stars, and part of why I'm giving him two stars, I'm rating him and his entire gang. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamont, his two other lackeys. And I think there's just enough to, to put him over a character like Trench Rot. So I'll give him two. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him, but he's fine. I don't I don't hate him. He's just not much of a villain. I'll just go with two. All right. How many Gascon canisters are you going to give the villain, Gadget? It's hard because it could be a two and a half, could be a three because he did move the story, but at the same time, he just left it dead in some spots. Mm-hmm. It just fell flat in some spots. That's okay. true. A, a, a good villain doesn't make you miss when Darkwing isn't on screen. Right. Yeah, but this is when you want him to come back. All right. I 
I, I might be harsh here. I'm gonna give him a one. I I just did, I just do not like the king. You know, me being a ten year old when I first watched this episode, I didn't even know who Elvis was. Uh, I knew who Priscilla Presley was, but I didn't know that was his wife. You know, <laughs> I only knew who she was because of the Naked Gun movies. And you know, I know what Elvis was to like my dad's generation and stuff, even though my dad could care less, you know, I guess right. for me, if, if it was Marvin Gaye or the Jackson five, I would have been able to relate to it a little more, you know, but like if I was to throw Tupac at my kids, my kids could care less who Tupac is. I let them listen to his music before they mm -hmm. have zero, they have zero interest in it. Um, Mike, I'm, I, I follow a lot of the hip hop scene and when I hear like some of these 19 and 23 year old rappers and they're on like the breakfast club and they're getting interviewed, they don't like Tupac. They say his music is boring. It's slow, but my generation loved Pac. So I kind of get why their creators would use, you know, the Elvis impersonator, but eh, it just didn't work for me, man. I, I just don't like it at all. Yeah. Well, Elvis was also a really big joke at that mm -hmm. point in time when every show did a joke about Elvis not yes. being dead, Elvis still being around. I mean, you don't see it much anymore, but like like every second or third episode of The Simpsons is an Elvis joke. It's like, I just grew up in the era of Elvis jokes. When he wasn't relevant, he had been dead for 15 years by that point. Mm -hmm. But at that point, he everyone still knew who he was because he was a punchline. Now and now, that's the reason why I bring Tupac up a lot, Mike. Uh, the way you're saying that Elvis is still alive, the punchline, that is what's going on with the Tupac these days. <laughs> they, people still say he's alive. He's in Cuba. Uh, Dave Chappelle did a whole skit on Tupac saying, like, how does Tupac music still come out? And it's, like, ahead of his time, you know? Right. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, and it's just, I don't know, man. Uh, people want to believe. Yeah, you know, I, I personally felt with that time in, you know, 91, maybe they could have used Michael Jackson. But then again, Michael Jackson wouldn't have worked with them time traveling to well, the you know, time 60. Yeah. yeah. I it guess they could have been the Beatles. Yeah. Mm. But you know what? I didn't even know who the Beatles were back then either. I mean, I was no? 10. You guys were older than me. Yeah. You were, yeah. You know, I was 10. Uh, Gadget was in high school. Mike, you were in middle school? Uh, when Darkwing was new? Yeah. I was in seventh grade. So, yeah, that was middle school. Yeah, okay. I was freshman. No, wait, 90, I graduated 90, 91. Yeah, I was freshman sophomore year when this was on and everything of yes. high school. See, I was only in third or fourth grade, so. <laughs> I'm not too surprised that you you didn't know Elvis, the Beatles at that point. Yeah, that you third, wouldn't have third grade is pretty young. Yeah, and, and remember, I was overseas at this time. Remember, in 91, uh, I was overseas, and I was, for some reason, they didn't play a lot of. American music, like the the only thing I would hear back then, it was like you know Bell Bib DeVoe's Poison, Boys to Men, Motown, Philly. Uh, I I was forced to hear a lot of salsa and merengue where I was at, you know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in Puerto Rico. Comes, I was in another with, country, man. Yeah, comes with where you were. That's yeah. To be listened to. So yeah, um, good episode, despite a you know a flaw too. But I think we're all in agreement it was one of the better ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um. We uh, got Bushroot coming up next. Oh, we got Bushroot? What episode? Easy Come, Easy Grows. Ooh, and, that's a good and that, one. And that's a Disney afternoon, or are we back to a Saturday morning? Nope, that's uh, Friday, so that's Disney afternoon, and then we got a big one coming up after that. Oh, the one yeah. you've been waiting on. <laughs> the one I have been waiting on, mm -hmm. absolutely, yeah. We got a great Saturday morning one coming up soon, um, in a couple did, of weeks. Did you notice the Saturday morning ones were a little more adult than the ones on the afternoon? It's funny that ABC had this really crazy knack of picking great episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they did it. They picked six out of the nine Australia animated episodes, and they picked Fungus Among Us, Negaduck, That Sinking Feeling, Battle of the Brain Teasers, Tiff of the Titans, Comic Chameleon, Brush with Oblivion. Like, I feel like whoever was picking these episodes knew exactly what they were doing because they got all the good ones. Yes. Like, it was... The ABC episodes are amazing. And I know me and Will had a completely different experience because I grew up watching those alongside the Disney afternoon. He didn't watch those for way later. No, it was me too. It was that yeah. Disney afternoon and then Saturday right in front of ABC. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the Saturday mornings until like 94 was when I finally started getting to see those episodes. 93, 94. I, I don't know if it's because I woke up earlier or whatever. It's just 
the Saturday afternoon episodes as a whole are on a completely other level than the Disney afternoon episodes. So it always felt surreal watching those on Saturday morning and getting something that was so good. It's like, it's, so that makes it upsetting that those episodes have not ever been put on DVD. And tomorrow will be the first time I bet lots of people will even be seeing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Imagine the reactions. People are like, what is this? And why wasn't it ever aired again? Or, oh my God, where was this hiding? Yeah, we're going to see a much bigger appreciation for episodes like Brush with Oblivion and Negaduck after these episodes are easily accessible, finally. Mm -hmm. I think we will. Because people have been watching these on YouTube, either slowed down, sped up, the picture's been flipped. Or is there like um, a stage in front of it or something? You can't see the yeah, whole picture? Yeah, for the first time, you can actually sit down and really watch these Saturday morning ones, and I'm so thrilled for that. Now, we're going long. I think we should wrap it up. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So gadget, uh, yes. where, 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 what do you have going on outside of this? Uh, like you got blogs going on, cosplaying. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, real quick. Yeah. I have my own blog channel on YouTube. It's gadget blogs at the moment. I'm still working on some stuff and everything. I'm also writing for the legend of the traveling TARDIS. And at the moment, if anybody is going to, or has been to New York comic-con, you always will spot me there with the traveling TARDIS. Cause I have my own squishy TARDIS. And I'm working on some cos DuckTales cosplay right now and everything. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah. And where, where, they, where can they find you on social media? Um, well, now I have a new page. It's Gadget Pendragon. You can find me there on Facebook. Um, hit a like up and everything. I'm going to start bringing all my media stuff to that page. And you can also still check out my Gadget Vlogs page on Facebook, as well as the links to my webpage and everything with my Gadget uh, Vlog store and everything. I even have a few... Um, things that got under the sensors for um my custom girl shop where i have a keen gear shirt and a arachno duck where it's just written and everything so you actually or you can talk to me about special ones that have uh, certain disney characters on it especially new ducktales and darkwing and stuff cool oh, mm -hmm. oh wow you got a lot going on i got a lot going on <laughs> even now working on ducktail sneakers all right and mike where can they find you on social media uh facebook um, that hasn't changed. Mike Russo on Facebook, you know, friend me, message me. Um, and of course you could even message me with, uh, comments on the episodes that we can read on the air. That would be great. And that's really about it. All right. And I'm Will Santana. I'm also on Facebook. We have the Facebook page for the St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. Uh, me and Mike post on there pretty much every single day. Uh, we're also on the IG. We're still working on the IG page. We're a little slow on there, <laughs> but we're, we're getting, <laughs> you get know, it. We'll yeah, get we'll it. get yeah. it. And then, uh, Mike, where can they find the podcast at? Uh, we are on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple devices. You can also watch us on YouTube and other devices. Other devices too. You know, check. You know, just search. We could be on platforms we don't even know what we're on. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's where we're at on there. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in, and uh, stay dangerous. Have a good night. See you guys soon. Have a good night.